Episode 106, The Scale Battle. Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we empower you to reach your healthy weight goals with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the ladies who've tried it all. If you struggle with obesity or being overweight, you're tired of endless dieting and never reaching your goals and just plain tired with life, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzan. Let's get this episode started. You get me this week, my dear lively ladies, because <laughs> it's been so much fun lately having my husband on the podcast. But this episode, I wanted to explore a little more in depth because there's a lot there, especially this time of year, right? I think oftentimes this time of year, that's like the beginning of December, we're looking at holidays, we're looking at a tricky month, we're looking at some previous holiday setbacks, our thoughts about comfort and food. Is it worth it? Do I do it? What am I even doing? I feel like I'm trying. I feel like the scale's not moving. I feel like I sometimes try and the scale moves and then it bounces back. I feel like I should just not try at all and start again in January. Welcome to the world of losing weight in December. In our Lively Lady Club, I've timed it the month of magic. Because frankly, what I love about December is all those childhood feelings of just excitement again. My birthday is St. Nicholas Day. Um, Shout out. So if you want to give me a happy birthday this week, you can. (laughs) It's this week. And so it just brings up so much magic for me this time of year. And just the memories of like all those times it just gave you like, you know, just the warm cuddles and the excitement and all the fun of the holidays. In November, in our Lively Lady Club, we took on holiday nourishment. And really, we looked at what holidays are. Um, A day of no work, by the way. Ha, that's funny, right? (laughs) But I challenge my ladies to consider that when they look at the holidays, that you deserve a holiday too, right? And in December, we're going to be talking about just creating a magical existence for yourself. I think the more time I spend in the coach realm, the more I see people experiencing their life as magical and miracles and all of these beautiful things because of what we're literally looking for in our lives, right? We want more of that, yet there's such a disconnect with the average American woman who just is existing, right? (laughs) And that's what life coaching does for you, by the way. I've got so many really amazing things coming for our program, our Lively Lady Club, and just the podcast. I have been working on something for a long time now that I'm getting really close to bringing out. And maybe I'll do it in honor of my birthday. Who knows? I got a little heebie-jeebies, a little Holy Spirit chills with that one. So, yeah, maybe we'll do it. We will see. Anyways, let's talk about the scale, though, because... Here's what I don't want to see you do. And here's what I did for years. Listen, don't use this against yourself all of this time. Don't use the month of December against yourself, right? It's like, okay, I'm not going to commit to it. So I'm going to use it against myself and commit in January and hope that I'm motivated or I'm halfway committed to it and I'm beating myself up because the scale isn't moving like I want it to. But also I could say that I'm not gaining, right? come on, I'm not losing fast enough for this to be worth it. 
this is the time of year. I've told everybody this the last month and a half, and I firmly believe it. This is the best time of the year to start working on weight loss, not a diet. The relationship with yourself and the relationship with the scale, right? Creating an energized eating plan. This is the best time because you're literally looking at all of your thought errors about food right now. You're creating all of those really fancy recipes that you bring into scarcity by saying, I only get it one time a year. And this is all the family traditions. And how on earth would I ever lose weight right now? Right? It's the best time of year to focus on getting healthy because the errors are all over. That being said, it's the worst time of year to beat yourself up about lack of perfectionism. And as I shared on last week's podcast episode, if you haven't listened to it, listen to it after this. You don't get to beat yourself up right now. It's not helpful. So I have noticed for myself, especially as I coach all of my lively ladies, but also as I coach my husband, a few spaces that I see a very big difference between where I'm at and where he's at in our mind management around the scale. And I wanted to offer you today literally three changes in your thinking to help you change the scale battle. These for me are now essentially at cruise control. And by that, I mean, I don't have a battle with the scale anymore. It doesn't mean that the scale doesn't move some. It's just not a battle for me. And I see my husband and I know my lively ladies like get on the scale with like a little white knuckle still. I just don't even experience it like that. So I think that there's a, just three key things to consider to change that relationship, to stop using the scale as like the stick to beat yourself against. The determining factor, whether you have a good day or a bad day. Think of that. I know logically we all know that's ridiculous, but also we know it happens all of the time. And I just want to offer for you that this is possible for you. Listen, my dear lively ladies, I battled the scale for years and years and years and years and years on big levels, like 75 pound different levels and small scale levels, like five pound levels, right? There's a coaching program out there called the last 10 pounds. It was, I guess, a battle. I kind of actually did it because I wanted to see. I always love to learn from different coaching programs. I think, okay, but frankly, it wasn't that important to me. Like those getting to, you know, 110 pounds on the scale didn't matter to me. I didn't have any reason to want that. And so I let it go. Like I let that battle just go. I don't know. I just, it doesn't matter to me, right? My end goal is getting healthy to a normal BMI, ideally, but at least a 10% weight loss to improve that. And oftentimes we use all of these levels of work against ourselves. And by that, I mean, it's not enough weight loss. Is it too much weight loss? You can sit in that battle forever. I just want to challenge you to choose to just release it, release it, be done with it. And these three replacements are what created that for me and what can create it for you. So I want to start with the number one thought that changed this for me. The scale is just a number that monitors my progress, period. It's a number. In and of itself, it has no value other than to monitor my progress. That's it. To monitor my progress. And here's what I want you to know about that. Now spend a moment thinking of all the other thoughts you have about the scale. No, it means I'm a gluttonous, horrible human being. It means I don't have enough willpower. It means I don't have a possibility of having success because I have too much to lose. It means I'm going to have an unhealthy future. It means I failed. 
It means I'm not desirable. It means I'm not good enough. It means I don't deserve a good life. It means I don't deserve my spouse. It means I don't deserve respect. It means what, what, how foreign are those thoughts when you really consider that it's just a number and it's a way for me to monitor my progress. Those thoughts to me are incredibly foreign now, but they weren't for a very long time. They were like in the core of who I was as a human being. And I see, especially right now with my husband, that battle, a little bit of battle there. Like he's pretty, I think that oftentimes, this is not always the case, but oftentimes men are more decisive and they just will adopt new thoughts and just take them and run with it. He's like, it just monitors my progress. But I want you to consider how you feel when you think that. Like that's empowering. All those other thoughts are just like, they create shame and guilt and fear and inconsistency in action. They're not helpful. I have a sheet that I gave our lively ladies that says, scale drama, put this sheet above your scale. And if I could bring it down to one thought, this would be it. It's just monitoring my progress. It's a number. Everything else is my interpretation of that number. In coaching, we have a tool called the math versus the drama. And for a while, I kind of put a lot of my program around that, the scale versus the drama, the food versus the drama. And it's, it's scary for us to release that, I think, because I don't really know why, to be honest with you. I do know the biology of it, right? The history that like, those are natural brain connections in our brains because we've told ourselves that for so long. So to create a new belief about the scale takes a new thought. A belief is just a thought we've thought over and over and over again, and we believe it to be a fact. So for me, it's just a belief now. It's literally a belief. Like I'm like, oh no, it doesn't mean anything about me. It's just a monitor of my progress. And I get really curious from that standpoint. It changes the feeling that that creates. In fact, to a level where I can tell you what the scale will be the next day. If you can make decisions today and know exactly what your body will do with that and know what the scale will say tomorrow, it's pretty hard to have drama around that because you know exactly how you created that result. You may not like the result, but guess what? You're now in control of creating the result. Which brings me to point number two, which is this. I don't argue with the result anymore. There's literally no space for that. I see this happen a lot in my Lively Lady Club. It comes from a story most frequently that says my body doesn't do it right. Everything that works for everybody else doesn't work for me. I don't trust the process because I don't trust my body. I think that I'm fundamentally flawed. I think that I'm, ooh, that's a Gay Hendrix quote, by the way. I love that. Ooh, a little Gay Hendrix in my podcast, just pop it in. If you think that your brain doesn't get filled with what you read and what you surround yourself with, you're so wrong. Because I read Gay Hendrix's book years ago. I did a little six-week course on it in my group, right, of the like belief barriers that we have. And I think there's a very common belief barrier there that I'm fundamentally flawed. And I wanna share with you that this is different than what I think, because I think all humans are fundamentally flawed. Like I actually know that. This is the thought that I'm the outlier, that it won't work for me specifically. And when we literally get on the scale and think that every day, 
We're like, did my body do the right thing? Nope, wrong again. And we create a weight loss journey that is just literally such a battle. I feel this, if you're one of my lively ladies, you probably know it because I've coached you on the fact that like, you have to do so much thought work to even get the scale to move first because you battle your brain on whether something will ever work for your body because you don't trust your body. And I wanna share with you that that is in my weight loss coaching, the biggest argument with reality that I see in my ladies, hands down. It's literally a space where we're like, my body doesn't work. Yet, I just wanna share with you, you're just arguing with reality. Your body works, accept it. Accept that the scale is telling you the progress you've made in your body. And if you stand in this and you're like, wait a second, I can see that for other people, but I could never believe that for myself. I just want you to know that you are highly stuck in diet brain because that's what you've been sold about weight loss. Here's what you've been sold. Oh, that didn't work for you. Well, that's odd. It just must be something about you, your body. Well, it worked for me. I don't know. Maybe you just aren't strong enough or your body doesn't work. Sorry. <laughs> I want to offer you a completely different option. Your body's doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing. It doesn't give you an excuse to say it doesn't work for me because of what the scale says either. Like we can use these thoughts for and against ourselves. And I see it all the time. In my Lively Lady Club, these are the ladies who show up half the time who want to accept parts of this, but then expect the progress that comes from all of it and have a story that they fall back on that's like, am I destined to fail? You gotta go all in, like you gotta, to change this stuff. But the truth of the matter is, all in isn't perfection. All in is progress of recognizing that the scale is a marker, not your personal value, and your body is telling you exactly what's happening. That's why I said, especially in the month of December, I literally think it's such a beautiful time to do this work because you're gonna see all of the like baggage that comes with you. But if you're working on unraveling that, you can't expect the scale to move at lightning speed. You can make the scale move at lightning speed, but you're not gonna like the process to do it. And then you're gonna quit two days later because your body starts working against you again. These are like my, you know, ladies who lose really well during the week and don't during the weekend, lose really well when they're at home, but don't when they go on vacation, lose really well when the stars are aligned, but then don't. I'm going to tell you, I listened to a leading expert at weight loss say diets fail when real life happens. Yep. And if you're in a diet brain, this is going to fail when real life happens. And for a lot of us, we argue with that reality, right? I even watched my husband on the last episode. We just need to shut down our lives. No, we will not ever do that. We will up-level our brains to live a full life. And in that full life, we'll live at our healthy weight. Do you see the difference there? If you wanna beat this battle of the scale, you gotta quit saying to yourself that the scale isn't a monitor of progress, your progress, and arguing with the results you're creating. And, and it's amazing to me. And the reason I know this is because I see both ends of it. Right? I see the ladies who are like, why is this simpler and easier than I thought it was going to be? And then I see the ladies who are like, why is this so hard? It's all our thoughts we bring to it. And oftentimes this brings us to point number three, which is, I just don't think there's any worthwhile space to complicate scale interactions. There's no valid argument there. <laughs> like, oftentimes when we want to be right, 
over progress towards our goals, it puts us into what we call in coaching emotional childhood. It's kind of when you pitch a little pity party or you pitch a little toddler fit. A lot of times we use the scale to do that. Here's what I mean by that. You say, I don't want to be the version of myself who has to always eat that way for the scale not to go up. I don't even know if it's worth it. And I would just share back who said you had to be that version of yourself. If you're cool with December being a not weight loss month and learning how to just literally keep the scale stable and maybe give into a little more emotional eating and have those extra times on the weekends where it bounces back up, great, let's do it. But you don't get the pity party that comes on the back end. It doesn't serve you. Where does that get you? It essentially makes, this is so funny, but it essentially makes the scale the villain, your body the villain, and you the victim. Other people can eat this stuff and I can't. I say that jokingly, but like I coach on this all the time. <laughs> no, you can eat that stuff. Your body's just telling you what that creates for you. No one said you can't eat it. You just want to eat it, feel in control of it, and get the result that that other person got. From emotional childhood, you're arguing with reality. For lack of a better word, it's kind of just like being a baby. I just don't think that there's any worthwhile space to spend any time there. Here's why. Your body is here to serve you. You have one body. You get more than one car and you'll give it the best gasoline if you need to. We want to like be able to show up and feel good in our bodies, but we also want to be able to trash our bodies and like the results when we want to trash it. There's just no worthwhile space for that. And I think oftentimes we literally look at other people and when we look at other people around the holidays, I love this, by the way, if you have a person in your family who's like naturally thin, either you're the outlier for your family, you're the only one who struggles with your weight, or there's like one person who doesn't struggle with their weight. And I always share with my ladies that I love it when families have that one person because I want you to watch them from a place of curiosity. Don't pick their brain. I, my medical assistant, shout out to Roxanne, years ago when we first started that, I was like, pick your family member's brain because she had like one family member. And it was so simple. It was just like, I eat the same thing every day. I mean, it, she was like mind blown by it. She's like, you're hiding something. No, they just don't think about food the same way you do. So yeah, they may, you may see them eat cake at the holidays or Christmas cookies. And you're like, well, see, they ate it. How come my body doesn't do that? Well, you don't know what they're doing the rest of the time. They don't probably have a lot of drama around it. They may not be eating again. And they're walking away with ease, which is exactly what you want to do. You want to be able to have one or two and walk away from it. Your body just isn't there because you wanted food to be your wubby and then you wanted it to be the villain. They didn't ever want that. There's just no worthwhile space to spend time there. But you can look at them from curiosity and be like, if I'm really being honest, how are they eating? Are they standing around the food or do they walk away? Are they focused on the food? Are they focused on the company? Could they walk away with like bites on their plate? Or maybe they just serving themselves less, right? I think that's really fun. That's a fun space to watch from curiosity because they're not arguing with reality and they're not an emotional childhood. They're just living their lives. You're over there watching them being like, not fair. It's your space, not theirs. So what I'd love for all of us to do this month is maybe create an intentional goal for yourself. Do you wanna just have the scale be the same when you hit January? Do you wanna lose some weight this month? 
Do you want to just stop arguing with the scale? Do you want to have a magical month? What would be the highest level work for you this month? And you got to make a decision and a commitment. That's the first step. A decision and a commitment are the first steps. And then you get to do the work behind it. But you don't get to spend time beating yourself up by the results you didn't create. I can experience really any number on the scale. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think I'd have some pretty good drama if I got back to where I started. But it always amazed people because in my coaching group, because I will lose and regain intentionally. I really probably should stop that because it it does mess up, mess with my body. But I just am curious about tools. I want to see how it works if I use it well. I want to see the setbacks I have. And if I don't have any weight to lose, it's a little bit trickier to see the progress. That's why I'm loving watching my husband again, because I don't have to do it this time. But I would love that relationship with the scale for any of you, because I know what number it's going to be based off of the choices that I made. I look at it as just a number. I don't tell myself it has anything to do with my ability to succeed or not, or whether I deserve to have a good life or not. It's just a number. And then I use it to monitor progress. And because of that, I can get on the scale and tell you what it'll be, not beat myself up no matter what it is, and find the good out of that from curiosity. If you are struggling with that, it's likely you've got some major diet brain standing in the way of letting diets tell you what should work for your body and they didn't work. And so you beat yourself up against that perfect stick. I offer you progress over perfection, right? In our lively lady club, that's our tool to work with that. It's arguing with reality, telling yourself things like nothing works for my body. I'm the outlier. I don't even know what to eat anymore. I don't even know what works for me. I'm just calling bunk on that. If you're eating and you're looking at your body, you do know that. You actually do. You just don't want to deal with the progress it takes to go there. I offer you think, feel, eat cycles. Are you just flat out going to emotional childhood? And you have a little pity parties this time of year. Because <laughs> you're not getting the results you desire. Yet you haven't really even decided what results you really desire. Somebody else has it easier. Somebody else also has it worse in different ways. If only this could be done, I offer you the pause. If you're going into emotional childhood, stop the temper tantrum, pause for a moment. These are our empowerment tools in our Lively Lady Club. Yet the value that comes from being able to get on this scale and not have drama, that'll change your relationship with your body for the rest of your life. You have one vessel, honor it, love it. Treat it well and it'll treat you well. Don't let one little jump on the scale derail that. And that's something you can choose to start doing today. If you'd like to join us in the month of December and you're listening to this in real time, we're doing holiday magic in our Lively Lady Club. We're doing the magic of life in our Lively Lady Club. It's going to be a really fun month. Just click the link in the show notes, join us. It's all different this month. Today is the day. If you loved today's episode, make sure to share it with a friend who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get the latest updates on all my new podcast episodes. Ready to reach your healthy weight goals and drop the endless diet cycle? Head on over to emilyvinzantmd.com and learn more about working with me in Dr. Emily's School of Weight Loss, my virtual weight loss coaching program. The link is in my show notes.